What is a servant's heart? In the 13th chapter of the Gospel of John, Jesus gave us a great example. Stay tuned. Let's talk about it on this edition of It's Still Called Today. Good evening. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I've been working my way personally through the Gospel of John. Um, A year ago, I began a very slow trek through the Gospels, and it has been quite remarkable. But in my personal study today, I had something land in my heart so strong that I just couldn't... I, I wanted to make a podcast about it, so I did. So, as we look in the 13th chapter of John, we see the story where Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. And uh, it was the Last Supper, and he took off his outer cloak. He wrapped a towel around him, and he bent down and started washing the feet of the disciples. And we're going to pick up in the 12th verse of the 13th chapter of John. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. And we begin in the 12th verse. If you don't have your Bible or you want to go get one, pause this. I'll wait a second, give you some room to pause it. And go grab a Bible and you can read along with me. Reading aloud is not one of my strong suits, but I've been practicing and hopefully this will be better. Okay, so three, two, one. So we begin in the 12th, chapter, 12th verse of the 13th chapter of the book of John. It says, when Jesus had washed their feet, and put on his outer garment, outer clothing, he reclined at the table and said to them, Do you know what I have done for you? All right, we're going to stop at this one point right here. First of all, we need to put this whole feet washing thing in perspective because in our modern way of life, I don't think we understand the meniality of this particular task and just how unappealing quite frankly that it was these guys walked around in sandals and and women too men and women they walked around in sandals in the judean dust on these roman roads with other travelers with beasts of burdens who were carrying things for them there was i'm just going to be gross there was animal dung there was urine there was mud there was dust there was all manner of things that would collect on people's feet and i can't imagine how gross it was see these days most of us we have socks and shoes and you know aside from a maybe needing some odor eaters most of our feet probably really aren't that bad they're not caked on with sweat and you know, all this other nasty stuff, but I'm trying to be gross because I want you to understand just what this was. Secondly, it was a breach of etiquette when someone walked into your home and you did not have a servant wash their feet or even their wife, your wife wash their feet or even you yourself wash their feet. It was just as bad as here in Texas, somebody walking into your house and not out offering them a cold drink of tea or a cold glass of water or Dr. Pepper. That's a big thing for us Texans. You know, it was just it was just rude. It was something you didn't do. But it was also really, really gross. Um, 
there's some good articles out there on the web about what feet washing was all about. So we're going to pick up to verse 14. He says, you call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly since that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Now, in studying this out, it all seems pretty simple. But there's so many layers here, and I'm only going to deal with the surface. I'm going to leave the uh, deeper stuff to uh, more learned men than myself. But the most apparent thing is our servitude to each other. The most apparent thing is the example that Christ gave that he not only humbled himself on the cross, he gave us another example of humbling himself to do something that only a servant would do. And said, hey, if I'm doing this, this is something you ought to do for each other. And so, you know, I, I was studying this and I looked in um, one of my commentaries, and it's a Tony Evans commentary, and he says this. He says, our service is most needed in the messiness of life where people are hurting and suffering. So what does feet washing look like for us here in the 21st century? Well, I think Tony Evans summed it up. Our ministry is needed when people are hurting and suffering. So that could be Sitting up with a friend who needs an ear because they're struggling with their life. Maybe their wife has just left them or their husband's just left them. And they need someone to listen. Not to answer all their questions, just listen. Maybe it's a friend who's watching their parents go through a change in life and realizing that the end isn't too far away. And maybe they need you to sit there with them. Maybe take them out to dinner. Come over and hang out with them. Maybe it's someone who's called you up at 3 o'clock in the morning saying, Hey man, I've had enough of life. I want to end it. I'm sitting here with a gun in my lap. Maybe it's that time you need to say, Don't do anything. I'm going to keep you on the phone. I'm on the way over to your house. Maybe it's something as simple as showing up and helping an elderly lady mow her yard. Or help her clean her house because she can't hardly do it anymore. Maybe it's something as simple as holding a door open for somebody and smiling at them. And hoping that they smile back and give you a chance to share the gospel message. And not only tell them that Christ loves them, but display it. See, we don't wash feet like they did back in that day. But there's a whole lot of mess that needs cleaning up. There's a whole lot of hurt that needs washing off. And it's not important that you have the right words. In fact, I'm going to do another 
podcast on things we shouldn't say when we're ministering to people. Sometimes it's just as simple as saying, hey, I was going to stop by Whataburger. That's a big Texas thing if y'all don't know about it. I was going to stop by Whataburger and I was wondering, have you eaten anything yet? No? Let me come by and get you. I want to take you out and buy you a hamburger. That's what a real servant looks like. You can say all the amen and hallelujahs you want. But until that gets translated into tangible action, it really doesn't mean that much. Until we do what Jesus did here and humble and do the things that nobody can see, do the things that you might not get recognition for out of a pure heart that's motivated by the love of Jesus. That's where the rubber meets the road, people. That's where it really begins to make a difference. See, Jesus was also the messenger, too. He brought the message of redemption to us. And as the messenger, he was able to wash the feet of his disciples. And so we need to be able to minister to those around us and especially to the household of faith. I hope this has given you something to think about. This was kind of an impromptu podcast, but it's something that's been weighing on my heart all day. And I wanted to share it. See, Jesus is the real model of a servant's heart. Now, I have an email address for the podcast. It's ISCT. It's still called today podcast at gmail.com. ISCT podcast at gmail.com. If there's a story you would like to share or if this podcast has touched you in some way, please let me know. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you can leave me a little voice message and tell me I'm either doing a good job or I need to go practice flying kites. So that's an option for you, too. I will be uploading this to my YouTube channel for those of you who follow me there. Um, And it's a privilege. It's a privilege being able to do this. But it's an even bigger privilege being able to love those people around me and being able to minister in a needful way. God bless y'all. Encourage each other daily as long as it's still called today. (laughs) 